0: Mitch McConnell's concerns.
1: Let me just say that there is no room in the Republican Party for anti-Semitism or white supremacy. And anyone meeting with people advocating that point of view, in my judgment, are highly unlikely to ever be elected president. Of the United States.
0: So clearly it's more extension of the fact that he hates Trump. And I didn't know who Nick Fuentes was until I went and looked up Nick Fuentes. And yeah, he's a vile person in my judgment. He's great, great evil being done through him. And Mitch McConnell is not sincere. He's not. Before Michael Steele fell apart. And and became deranged. and Michael, I love you, but you're deranged. I, I know what big donors said to that black chairman. And I know who those big donors are loyal to in the Republican Party. So Mitch is concerned about that, but he's not
2: concerned about this. Tom Baak, I am a Maricopa County resident. Um, I worked as a registration clerk at the Dysart Community Center at 14414 North El Mirage Road on November 7th and 8th. On November 7th, we had a few issues with the printers, but uh, by the end of the day, we had everything functioning properly. On the 8th, we arrived for our shift at 5.30 a.m. When we started our equipment check, none of the site books would connect to the server. We couldn't even access the time clock to punch in.
0: And it got worse from there. Mitch McConnell, on that case, in that instance, is not concerned. And so what does this mean for conservatives who want to win elections and put godly people in office? We'll explore that with the help of Soda Weight Loss at (laughs) SodaWeightLoss.com. Today is the day the Lord has made and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. President Trump is disserved by the people who book meetings for him and, and to be fair and to be frank, um, sometimes the president's desire to be around famous people like Kanye West disserve him. And I get the excitements about oh, Kanye is a conservative and Kanye is a uh, a Christian. I pray that that's true that Kanye has um, knows the Lord Jesus, and I doubt it. Honestly, doubt it because if Kanye's concept of honoring the Lord Jesus is to um, is to hang out with people like Nick Fuentes rather than trying to witness to him that that God made all of us. And God wants all of us to rejoin the family, that is to be baptized and to uh, accept his son and to do his, what his son has asked and told us to do, which is including making disciples, um, then I don't believe Kanye West knows the Lord. I mean, he may believe in God, but the demons do and they shudder. And the, And President Trump took a meeting with these guys. <laughs> do you know how many meetings... Politicians have with people they don't talk about. Now, I don't think, I think President Trump should disavow Nick Fuentes. And he's already said, hey, I think Kanye's a pretty disturbed guy. I, sadly, I agree. And I don't know Kanye West. I've just seen some of his recent statements and I worry. But this is a thing that the shiny shoes simply, They don't know how obvious they are. Mitch McConnell does not know that we look at him as a completely naked, utterly corrupt opportunist. I don't think he knows that. Because I can tell you, I worked for the first black chairman of the Republican National Committee. And I know, I know who tanked him. And to be fair, sometimes Michael Steele was his own worst enemy. But I know who tanked him. And I know some of the things they said to him. And I know the key Republican to whom they are loyal because they know they can buy outcomes We'll talk about that, what this means for conservatives. My friend Julie Barrett, scheduled to come by, although the weather's insane. Julie is founding a national group of women, conservative women, because we need to build a parallel party, not just a parallel society. I'll tell you about this stuff with Steele and the uh, the McConnellites. You know, the parallel economy, um, what it means to me, in a parallel economy is getting back to businesses that we can look face to face with the owners and develop relationships with them and it's small things sometimes like the you know my my weekly trip to to eat pizza at my beloved embers when we're up north um in uh, in Hauser and my gyms i know the owners And I know the owner and the chief investment officer, not the owner, but the chief investment officer, Boer Capital Management, Zach Abraham. And hey, I I know him, but also you do. And let me explain why I say that. If you've heard Zach on my program, you've heard Zach. And Zach comes on every Friday. And you hear as he shares with us um, what's going on in the world of corruption, such as the corruption of FTX goes so deep. These guys were being allowed to buy small banks. Regulators were allowing a scam company, a fraud company, to purchase legitimate banks, thereby purchasing legitimacy. And Zach has warned us about this. So when I am talking to Zach Abraham, it's exactly the way you would talk with him. And that's a genuine fact. And he's a genuine guy. So when he's stewarding your money, he looks at it just that way, stewarding it. And what's the number one thing? It is risk management. That's what Bulwark Capital Management is about. It's about risk management. So if you have not done this yet, we're talking now about 30 days left in this, this, this year. And next year is going to get more chaotic economically. So my question to you is, will your portfolio sustain itself in the chaos economy? Find out. It's a simple phone call. Call bore Capital Management at 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com and have a conversation. You're going to find out that when you do talk with Zach Abraham, it's just the same Zach you hear right here on the podcast and on the radio show. Millierriskradio. eight six six seven seven nine risk. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bower Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trick Financial LLC and SEC registered investment advisor. So Mitch McConnell is deeply, deeply concerned, is he? Uh, when Michael Steele was the chairman of the Republican National Committee, there were a series of, and I will not name names. Um, some of the names I don't know. I just know about the meetings because people who witnessed it came to me and said, you're not going to believe what I just saw. You will not believe what someone just said to Michael Steele. And one of the things that was said to the chairman was, you people need to know your place. Now, that was later defended as, oh, no, I meant I meant party operatives. Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. And an order went out from McConnell and, at the time, Boehner to isolate Steele. Want to know why? Because Michael Steele had disregarded Mitch McConnell's orders to let Obamacare pass. Now, why would Mitch McConnell want Obamacare to pass? Because he is run by pharma. And pharma wanted it. And then Mitch could campaign against it. I uh, Obamacare government overreach, uh taxation, uh people, uh they need a chicken in the pot, not uh not an Obamacare with the president uh reaching in uh, uh to their uh private lives. That's the game. That's the game he plays with activists and conservatives. And this game that he chooses to play. When he's talking here about President Trump having this meeting with Nick Fuentes and Kanye West, and I think Milo Yiannopoulos was there. And, and again, all due respect, I don't know Milo Yiannopoulos. I know that Milo says he knows the Lord. And I, I, I don't know. I was never a fan of Milo's. I'm not going to become one now, I don't think, unless he knows the Lord truly. Maybe I'm wrong. But again, I don't think you know the Lord and hang out with people who say the things Nick Fuentes does. Uh, based on race and religion, that's just me, and I think that the people who who allow the president—I don't say allow because Donald Trump is his own man—but someone needs to be able to say to the president, "Hey, this Nick Fuentes guy is no good." So, but when McConnell does this, and he grandstands. I know it to be
1: disingenuous. First, let me just say that there is no room in the Republican Party for anti-Semitism. Or white supremacy. And anyone meeting. With people advocating that point of view. In my judgment. Are highly unlikely to ever be elected president.
0: What a brave statement. And here's the thing Mitch. And this is why we see you at least I do as utterly utterly naked. (sighs) Mitch. You have never uttered the words black supremacy. You have never, ever come out to say that Black Lives Matter Incorporated is a de facto black supremacist group. Because it is. It's black separatist. You have never once, and you call them social issues, Mitchell, You have never come out to say there's no such thing as whiteness. You've never attacked the theory of white privilege, even as it's shoved into our schools. You leave that to us. You left that to parents to deal with. Mitch, you don't care about racism. You care about tanking Donald Trump at every single opportunity. Because he's a guy who may well crack the deep state. He's already forced you to show what you are. Now, I can, I can believe many things at the same time. Anti Semitism is, is disgusting. Anti Black racism is disgusting. And anti White racism and racism is stupid. And I'm also a realist and understand that, Mitch McConnell, you've had meetings with people who want this stuff, they just don't get talked about. You work. In a building with people who are avowed anti Semitism, uh, up to and including they want to see the state of Israel destroyed. And you know who I'm talking about, Ilan Omar. Who wants to see that. You, you worked with a president, Barack Hussein Obama, God bless Rush. Who gave the Iranians money, billions of dollars, illegally. Which was then used to attack our troops and is going to be used in an attempt to destroy the state of Israel. That's anti-Semitism applied. Into violence. Nick Frontes says stupid, gross things. You never called Barack Hussein Obama out about this. You still haven't. You're naked, and what you're protecting is yours and Nancy's club. You're you're, you're not. You have no. You look. Let me be. <laughs> I'm gonna sound like Biden. Let, let me let me be clear. These people cannot stand. The conservative base, they hate you because you get in the way of being the, the the party that gets some lighter regulation and a little bit lower on the taxation. We have got to build a parallel society around these guys, a parallel party. That's not as easy as it sounds. Now, it's not as hard as it used to be. It used to be you know, relatively impossible. It's not anymore, but it can start right away. And it can start right away with key issues that we agree on. And one of those issues is going to be election security. One of the things that we can do is form a free state alliance. What is a free state alliance? A free state alliance is states in this country that say, you know what? We are going to reinstall freedom. And we're going to protect freedom. And we're going to do it with super easy common sense. You don't get a ballot if you don't have ID. If you can't afford ID, we're going to give it to you. It's going to be, it's the taxpayer will pick up the five bucks to get you an ID. You don't get to have a mail in ballot unless you ask for it every year and produce ID and a signature. And if there's not a lo- enough locations for that, we'll create more locations. You are not going to get to have a ballot that doesn't match your signature to a, you know, to, to a reasonable degree because signatures change over time, but we're going to match that with ID. We're not going to continue to pretend that our elections are the safest, most secure in history. We're not. So that can be an issue on which we align. What are we looking for? We're looking for election security, election integrity candidates. What else? We're looking for medical freedom candidates. There is going to be no injection diktats. What else? We're looking for candidates who understand that the government schools, with the exception of some fantastic teachers, that the government schools are obsessed with programming our children to become racist, drug-addicted little sex bots, angry little sex bots. And in a free state, we're going to have school choice. And the dollars are going to follow the kids because we are constitutionally provisioned to supply taxpayer-funded education. So we're going to do that. And we're going to do it in a way where the money follows the parents. And we're going to organize tests to test the ability of these kids when they come out of school and also to test are their attitudes being shifted. We're going to police this stuff. And not to go create a chill in the classroom or to have politicians teaching, but to put up some guardrails. The same way any decent parent puts up guardrails for their kids. And a free state alliance would mean that we're not going to give a preference to big business in our states. Hey, if you want to move here because the living is good and the people are well-trained and people can afford property and there's freedom, fantastic. But we're not going to chase you, which is one of the things Idaho does, that that Brad Little, the nominally Republican governor, does where I live in the state of Idaho. is, And it's very popular. Let's hand Facebook a bunch of money. Why? So Facebook can come and delegitimize our elections? So Facebook can come here and relocate a bunch of progressive leftist employees? No, a free state alliance would mean that we team up. You attack one of us, you attack us all. So the federal government comes to the state of Idaho and says, "We're going to sue you over our over your uh, anti-abortion law," which is a, it's a good law that Brad Little was kind of maneuvered into signing. All right, so let's say that the federal government sues the state of Idaho. Well, guess what? The other states in the free state alliance pop to. The table and say okay here's some money we're going to backstop your lawsuit we're going to join you in defense we're going to file papers with the court to support your position we're going to help you with lawyers we're going to bring our attorneys general we're going to loan you some of our attorneys so you go to court with as many attorneys as the feds have a free state alliance would mean that you know what we're going to get together as 17 or 18 states and we're going to fund our own highways yeah, actually, we're not going to take the federal highway's monies. And, 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 and since we're not taking them, guess what? We're going to go ahead and not have our citizens pay those taxes. Does it sound like a revolt? You bet it sounds like a revolt. A legal one. A peaceful one. Is that ever going to come from Mitchell McConnell? No, it will have to come through us. It'll have to come through Activists. And if you think the election integrity issue is not big, and I know in this audience, a lot of us are deeply concerned about it. i The more I look and the more I read and the more I see what they were willing to do with the Department of Homeland Security to make sure that good, smart, skeptical questions like, hey, how come the Democrats always catch up at the end? How come this was so predictable? How come we said, now you watch. In these close, important races, you watch how many times they count and then watch when they stop. When do they stop? Nine times out of ten when the Democrat has won after counting and counting and counting from a pile of ballots. That is eight to ten times larger in a state that just spams everybody ballots. You can go grab ballots. And no signature verification. You can just insert them. And how do you catch that? Well, we checked the uh, vote logs and have counted the uh, the votes and compared them. How do you catch it? <laughs> how? sort of a perfect crime opportunity, which is, in my judgment, one of the reasons it's designed that way. Wait until you hear from this guy from Maricopa County and what he went through as simply a volunteer in the polls, a poll worker... And open I my friend Julie Barrett join us. Uh, she is founding an organization. She's very successful at this um, in putting together groups of women to help challenge the party, and she's launching a national organization. And the reason I'm saying I hope she joins is because I know the weather is whack in this separate country of Washington. Spend a lot of time uh, expressing my admiration for the personality and the perseverance of Michael Dell. Sometimes I think that maybe gets in the way of the product. Um, just like when I got my first My Pillow, and you know, most of you I think have the pillows, and they arrive and they're in the the plastic container and they're not puffed up. And I look at them and go, "Wow, this is deeply disappointing." I'm gonna sleep on this. And then I follow the directions and put it in the dryer, and then it puffs up. And then I lay down on it, and it adapted to my my head shape, adapted. Oh, oh, this is amazing. And then, you know, you can refluff the pillows, and you can wash them multiple, multiple times, get rid of the uh, dust mites and the bugs in them. It's beautiful. Likewise, when I got the towels. Now, when I got the towels, they were wrapped in plastic. I thought, okay, well, these are hefty. As it was in boxing, okay, so the good news is these are really hefty towels. And then when I opened them up and felt them, I thought, wait a minute. Is this me or are these softer than other towels? And I took them out to my family. I said, wow, those are really soft. I think they're the softest towels I've had. Then, there's the absorption. And some towels, you know, you need to rub. It's like a Seinfeld episode. Remember when Kramer taught Jerry how to shower? Uh, but no, I mean, some towels, you need to apply some friction. And not with these. I mean, for for the ladies, not that I understand how women shower, but for the ladies, you can patch your face. You don't have to wipe your face. I know you don't like to scrub your face with a towel is what I'm told, and I don't know why I know that from the TV. I think my wife has kind of taught me about that. So these are the most luxurious towels I've had, and you can wrap yourself in the same luxury. Get nothing but the best with the six-piece towel set. These things are regularly almost ninety bucks, eighty-nine ninety-eight to be precise. You get them now for only thirty-nine ninety-eight at MyPillow.com/Herman. Use promo code Herman. There you're going to find deep discounts on all My Pillow products. Get your six-piece MyPillow towel set for only $39.98. Shop MyPillow.com slash Herman, promo code Herman. That's MyPillow.com slash Herman, promo code Herman. And by the way, if you buy before December 25th, the 60-day money-back guarantee is extended all the way into March 1st, 2023. MyPillow.com slash Herman, promo code Herman. Now, this is the full bit of audio from this gentleman who was kind enough to volunteer at the polls. He's wearing a T-shirt that says one day, one votes. Couldn't agree more. Listen to this and then understand that Mitch McConnell is deeply concerned about a dinner. Uh, Mitch McConnell is deeply concerned about tweets. Mitch McConnell trusts Tony Fauci without reservation full trust without reservation. Mitch McConnell trusts Big Pharma. Full trust without reservation. Mitch McConnell is deeply, deeply concerned about Ukraine, but not the least bit concerned about China as China welds people into their houses and, and sadly some people have burned to death in those circumstances and I did say weld into their house because that's a fact they weld people inside their houses he's deeply concerned about Ukraine but not that and his wife's shipping company which is now his and his wife's there's a lot of business with the Chinese Communist Party but that doesn't have anything to do with any reason why Mitchell McConnell is deeply concerned about meetings with anti Semites, but, uh, but not concerned about a full on country who's taking Uyghurs, which is an ethnic minority and religious minority, and murdering them over time in prison camps, in, in concentration camps. Mitchell can't be bothered to care about that. So he's naked. And we're going to have to organize around Mitch McConnell.
2: Tom Bonick. I am a Maricopa County resident. Um, I worked as a registration clerk at the Dysart Community Center at 14414 North El Mirage Road on November 7th and 8th. On November 7th, we had a few issues with the printers, but uh, by the end of the day, we had everything functioning properly. On the 8th, we arrived for our shift at 5.30 a.m. When we started our equipment check, none of the site books would connect to the server. We couldn't even access the time clock to punch in. These are the machines that don't connect to the Internet, but they wouldn't connect to the Internet, so we couldn't, we couldn't start our day. Anyway, our troubleshooter was not on site and could not immediately be reached, so we called the county hotline. The hotline was unable to resolve our issues, so we asked for a T-TEC to be dispatched to our location. Meanwhile, voters began to show up, and we started explaining to them what was going on. By 6 a.m., we had a small crowd, 10 to 15 voters, and we had to tell them we had no way of checking them in. They could either wait for the problem to be resolved or go to another polling location to vote. Most of them left. Eventually, our troubleshooter co- showed up but could not fix the problem, and he suggested that we continue to wait for the t While we were waiting, more voters showed up and had to be given their options. At least 50 people were turned away in this process. The T-Tech eventually showed up and got the site books to communicate with the main server, so we were able to clock in for our shift, but there was still a communication issue with the printers. When we finally ran test prints and it looked like the issue was fixed, we announced that the polls were open and I checked in the first voter. It was now about 7 a.m. The first voter was checked in, but the printer immediately failed to print her ballot. We again started scrambling to figure out the problem and managed to get it resolved fairly quickly. We were officially in business, but we All were right, over I'm an so hour right, I'm
0: so sorry. Your, your time is up. Hey, that was really classy, uh, by the way. I want to thank the public official who said it that way. Thank you for having respect for a citizen. That was... <laughs> I feel like I want to cry. Wow. Wow. Truly... How remarkable to hear a government employee, an elected official, treat a man with respect. Wow. I I didn't intend to comment on that. I'm very sorry, but your time is up. There was a time when that wouldn't have been extraordinary. I'd like that time back. A government that fears its people is a healthy government. When people fear the government, it's not healthy. What percentage of people here fear the government? Not not here, but in the country. Take that situation and apply it to Mitch McConnell's paycheck. Apply it to trying to buy pharma. Oh, well, I'm we getting turned away. Couldn't get in and get my injection. Oh, got to get this fixed. Apply it to a black district. A district that is mostly black voters. Apply it to that. It should never be this way. In any other case, it's not this way. It's an extraordinary thing to show up to something like a UPS store or a FedEx store and have them say, oh, our printers are down. It's, it happens commonly in the world of elections. It's a common thing to walk into a place like that and get right out. But this isn't on the concern list for Mitchell McConnell. And this is why I continue to insist that we have got to organize around him. Because a party built around the core concerns, and I'm talking about a parallel party, we can begin to place people on the ballots who are going to go after these issues and be a good opposition to the shiny shoe blessed Republicans. And that's one of the ways to seize control back is to put a cost on this. You're going to have to pay in every single primary, Mitch. We're going to do it time and time again, and you can continue to try to change the rules like you did in Alaska, again for Lisa Murkowski, again the rules were changed for her to bring her back into the Senate. But if we are serious about getting the country back, I am serious about a free state alliance. I am serious about, and okay, call it what it is, a country within a country. They're already doing it. I described this idea to a friend recently, and he said, I mean, that sounds slightly like a, like a group of states seceding from the Union. It sounds sort of like a peaceful civil war. We're in a hot civil war now. Well, no, it's a cold civil war with hot spots. I don't want to say it's hot, but it's a cold civil war with hot spots. But I gave this idea to a friend of mine. And he said, I don't know. I mean, you're talking about a group of states creating their own laws, their own funding system, their own banking system. It sounds like a country within a country. Guys, we already have a country within a country. Why do you think I call... These states, the separate countries of Washington and California and Oregon, because they are separate countries. In fact, they announced as much when President Trump was pushing the injections, when it was his presidency. And i got to share this with you. This is a note from my friend John. John runs Allen's Artisan Soaps. His son is Allen. Alan is 12, as you know, radically, deeply, dramatically impacted by autism and a whole lot of other health concerns. And I want you to hear this email and, and, and what what the company did, what Allen's Artisan Soaps at com did, because this is a great way to display what Allen's Artisan Soaps is about. Okay, Alan's Artisan, it's Soaps.com slash Todd. So John sent me a text and he said, um, our busiest weekend since February, all shipping, um, uh, all shipping tomorrow. I'd like to share this note. This is a note to John at Allen Alan's Artists and Soaps. Thought you'd get a kick out of this. I ordered a sampler pack for my wife to see if she likes the soaps. Alan's picture was sitting on the counter with the pack when my 11 year old son came home. Now, quick backstory on Toby. He's a partial complex epileptic and is on the autism spectrum. He gravitates to kids that have similar life challenges. Toby picks up Alan's photo and shows it to mom and says, Oh, how cute. I figured you and Alan would get a kick out of hearing Toby's comment. So what John did then, this is who they are. He sent me a note. We're sending the boy Toby Allen's favorite soap, watermelon basil, a hand towel, washcloth, a sisal pouch, a sticker, a button and stuff. Nobody gets like a holographic sticker, refrigerator magnet, label pin, and the same even more limited keychain like you have. Yeah, I got one. What's the moral of the story? Toby gets to learn that a kid named Allen has a soap company. He's not a mascot. He's not a logo, he invents soaps. It's a successful company. The soaps are remarkable. At allensoaps.com/todd you get 10% off. He learns that people like him can work and succeed. And people more dramatically impacted by autism and other health challenges can learn the same in your sphere. Families, friends of friends, friends of family. Do you have kids who face these challenges? Perfect Christmas gift for them from allensoapscom slash Todd because it's the soap is amazing. I'll stand by it three generations of family expertise behind making these small batch, all natural soaps. And a message to others, you too can do this. shared with a friend this concept of the free state alliance and i shared this idea of and it would require grassroots it require us to get together and say to the powers that be we are going to do this we're going to do it with you or without you if we do it without you it's going to be harder but we're not going to stop if we do it without you you're not going to have any input But if you come with us in this, not only will you have input, you will be taking a portion of the United States and you will be building a legal framework around protecting the United States. You will be putting teeth to this. Because we are surrounded on the coasts. On the the left coast, you have the separate countries where if you take a kid on vacation... To the state of California, they can be medically medically kidnapped and transed against your will. You cannot stop it. Oregon is the same. Washington will do the same. They sell babies in bulk in Washington state. You can purchase 25 babies through a surrogate mother or multiple surrogate mothers. Just fly them over from wherever you've taken those mothers who are desperate enough to come and spend nine months in the separate country of Washington. You have to visit one time. There are no background checks, and boom, cha-ching, you just purchased 25 babies to do whatever you want to do with them. And you can turn around that day, put them on an airplane, and take them wherever you want to take them. No background checks. But if you want to purchase a semi-automatic rifle, a series of background checks and awaiting periods. And if someone steals your rifle when you're not using it and it's in your home and if they use it to commit a crime, you can pay a quarter million bucks because someone stole your gun. They're separate countries. They have no relationship to the Constitution of the United States. They have no respect for religious liberties. Now that Mitch McConnell's Senate and his good, dear, dear friend – Uh, Mitt Romney and his dear friend Lisa Murkowski and his dear friend Rob Portman and his dear friend Joni Ernst have allowed to pass this bill that the, the figurehead will be caused to sign that means the IRS has an open path to go to churches that teach the biblical facts about marriage and shut them down or to take away their 501c3 status and say you have to pay taxes and everything now, which will shut down a lot of churches. Now that that's going on, right? Mitch McConnell is part and parcel of that. Those guys, did they didn't do that without telling Mitch they were going to do that. So in a free state alliance state, we will protect against that. In the separate countries of Washington State, Oregon, California, New York, New Jersey, they're going to jump on this to go punish Christian churches. So what does a free state alliance do? It says, you know what, we will create a fund to defend any church in our area, in our region, our 17 state, 18 state, however many people we can get into this, however many states. We'll defend that, we'll create a fund. We'll defend individuals. We'll create a pool of funds. We'll create pool insurance. We'll create lawsuit insurance. In case you're sued by the federal government for our churches. We'll come up with in-state designations, new business categories. For them to be new entity categories will help shield them. You know, lawyers can create a whole series of things like a state religious freedom organization. And the state religious freedom organization can put together umbrella defenses of these churches and make it difficult for the federal government to get at them. Oh, no, it's not the church. We're part of this organization. You'd have to go sue the state. In a religious freedom, in a a, a free state alliance, you'd have free states that say we don't accept any any voting methodology that doesn't start with ID every time and a request every time in all 17 states. And yes, we've got lawsuit insurance. We'll sue on this. In these states, we're going to recruit doctors and nurses who were fired for not taking these injections in the states. We're going to do everything we can to tie the feds up. You want to come and see who got an injection? We're not going to tell you. You can create all sorts of legal mechanisms for this. No, this is the property of the state. You have to sue us to get it. No, no, we're gonna we're gonna um, go through and, and redact statements in it and block out statements, and we'll send you the paperwork. We'll just play the game the way you play the game, but we're protecting our citizens in these states in the Free State Alliance. We're going to have freedom taxes. I know that's an oxymoronic phrase, but think of this. In these free states, we're going to ask people to pay taxes to defend the Second Amendment and the First Amendment and the Fourth Amendment. In these states, if you run a platform like Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, if you run a platform and you take any direction from government in whom to censor, you're an extension of the government and we'll sue you. We'll sue you these 17 states, not one state. 17 or 18 states, and we'll sue you in a bunch of different jurisdictions in our main cities, in our states, and we're going to put a cost to this. And to bubble this up from the the bottom up would be a, not just a shot across the bow, it would be a legitimate threat, and it would take a while. And at the core of all this is organizing around the Republican Party. To recruit candidates who seek to serve and not be served. To recruit candidates who have a fire that burns to defend religious religious liberties. So as I explained this to my friend, and explained to him that we already have the separate countries, he said to me, you know, I've listened to your podcast for a year. I finally get it. If you live in one of the left-coast states... I'm going to continue to beg you to pray about leaving. Some of you are meant to be there. This is, your, this is your opportunity to be a Christian force within those states. But some of you are meant to leave, particularly if your kids are at risk. And remember this, the Lord God has many times gathered his people. He has said that there's going to be a remnant. Many, many times, he's called his people to himself. Now, I do not have any biblical justification at all for a free state alliance, other than it would defend religious liberties, other than it would allow people to practice their faith. But I have this. Look around you. If God was not allowing the world to be divided the way it is, would it be happening? Yes, Satan Is a divider. He distorts, he distracts, he discourages, he lies, he murders. That's what he does. But if the Lord God did not want this division to be going on, he could stop it. He could add wisdom to people, he could draw more people to himself. But I believe the Lord God is saying it's right here in front of you. What are you going to do with this republic? What are you going to do with this landmass? What are you going to do with a country? that was the first one to recognize the fact that that God would say that I give you rights. I created you. I decide what your rights are. A proper government defends the rights that you have because I created you. Because I have shown the rights I give you. Through the Bible, I have shown the rights I give you. I've shown you the responsibilities you have. I've shown you the results and the accountability you have when you do not carry out those responsibilities. I'm a God of freedom, and I'm a God of responsibility, and eventually you get rewarded or you pay. And as a Christian believer, you get rewarded on a daily basis, and sometimes it's painful. But I can see the Lord saying, are you going to steward this country? Or are you going to turn to corrupt human bosses and say, if we get enough Republicans and who's going to be president in 2024, I doubt if we do not address the election security issues, I doubt the 2024 election in advance. And maybe you do as well, but I do not doubt the word of God. I do not doubt that people animated by the word of God can do what our founders did. Can you imagine the uphill battle they took in creating a country where they were saying to a king who was a godlike human being, no, we're going to separate from you. No, we do not recognize your human sovereignty over us. No, there's one sovereign. It's God Almighty. There's one sovereign. We have an audience of one in creating creating this country. Did they make errors? Okay, maybe a few. Did they make a perverse compromise in the terms of slavery? Yes. And when they used the math they did, they set slavery on a path to inexorably be destroyed in the United States, which it was to some degree until the left has begun to reinstall it with medical slavery. They begin to reinstall that. A free state alliance is a parallel path approach. To saying to Mitch McConnell, you play the long game, you play the long con, you and your wife have played the long con. Well, guess what, Mitchell, we get it too. And the approach is to start it on our own and go to Republicans and say, you can get on board or not. You can have input or not, but we will not be dissuaded from doing this. Ah, I think my friend Julie's been held up by the weather. Uh, We will get with her next week. She's founding a new group, uh, Conservative Ladies of America, and as you know, she does social media so much for us. Dear woman, godly woman, this is a Todd Herman show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and do me a favor, please. We pray about what I talked about today. We we honestly take it to the Father, and just the the, I'm talking about the Free State Alliance. Uh, Is this a godly thing? You pray about it and give me your feedback at the toddhermanshow.